Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Kia ora, I'm Maria. Cautionary note, I swear a lot in this podcast. Not Jamie, because she's composed, but I do. So, if the occasional F-bomb offends, then note. This is a podcast with such language. Kia ora, and welcome to The Art of Entertaining, a podcast predicated on social cues and party planning in the 70s, but applied today. I'm Jamie Poipoi, and I found a book, and I've tricked my mate into coming and hosting a podcast, and it did a party with me. Wait, Jamie, am I the friend? Because you know I don't cook, right? Yes. <laughs> Wait, am I still getting paid? Because I better be getting paid, girl. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Maria Tanner. Join us on our journey to hosting the meanest... Dinner parties are the fast track <laughs> to world peace. Baddest, I have to light something on fire. Uniquely New Zealand. Personally, I think it's like a lot of planning, a lot of work. Well, what is essentially going to turn into a piss up? And oddly, 70s. Ah, jelly and, 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 and vegetables? Oh my gosh. Check that in the bin. Dinner party Aotearoa has ever seen. Well, actually, I wondered when you first contacted me if it was a money grubbing steam if you were out for my oh, money. Oh, I was scamming you. Who's that lady, Jamie? I'm glad you asked. That's Jacqueline Steinkamp. She's the author of the book New Zealand Practical Guide to Party Planning. Um, it's a how-to guide on hosting a formal dinner that was written in the 70s. And I've got a copy. You've got a copy, girl. Okay, but first, two questions yeah. from me to you. Number one, Jamie, yeah. have you ever done a podcast? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And have you ever hosted a dinner party? Um, ish, ish. Mm. So I'm coming in. I'm coming in new. Coming in hot, man. Oh, yeah, I'm coming in new. Um, how about you? Throwing it back to you. No to both. I've done no. So we both haven't done this. Strong start, you know. Okay. I mean, it's a how-to guide. That kind of we. I feel like we fit. I who feel, this is made for. Right. Like this book was written for people like you and I who yes. have no experience in this field. If only there was a book on podcasting. Right. <laughs> So, Jamie, yeah. we're going to make a podcast about the book and put on a dinner party. I think that's the plan. That's the plan. Review the book, put on a dinner party. Success. Success. Let's do it. So we've taken a quick look at this book. Do you want to give us a, a quick breakdown of what's inside it? What's in the book? Absolutely. So the author, Jackie, she goes into detail and gives us different chapters on all the sort of categories that it would take to host a successful dinner party. Yeah. Um, and she's very detailed on it. So she has a chapter about the types of guests that you need to invite to this dinner party, how you would go about inviting them. Um, there's a chapter on menus, like different yeah. menus that you would serve during summer and or winter because, of course, you're doing parties it's in New both Zealand. seasons. Yeah. Right? Um, there's a very thick chapter on just alcohol alone. Great. There's, there's, there's uh, a 
also a chapter on games. So it's, um, as you can see, it's quite detailed and she gives us basically a guide on how to do this. Just in the hand, Jamie. Yeah, I think what's really standing out to me with this book is the detail. Yes. So specific. And we'll definitely get into that. Right. I, what I want to know, Jamie, is how yeah. on earth did you get this book? It's so obscure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the book was written in 1973. Uh, my partner was helping my friend um, pack down their mum's home mm. and came across this book. And my partner's a cook, like a very good cook. And so they were reading it, and it's because of the detail in it, it was hilarious to them that um, – she asked if she could have the book. Sure. Yeah. And then you were, you came down to Wellington. You were staying at my house. And then we were talking about podcasts that we would love to do. And my partner just was like, look at this. This might be funny. <laughs> but I think it was hilarious. You know how you take a joke too far? I think the joke was us trying to do this because it's... Oh, 100. Like, yeah. We're uh, outside of yeah. our comfort zone. Um, so the book actually belonged to our friend's mum, Anna Boyd. Yeah. It's a gift to us now. <laughs> it's a gift. The formal dinner is a dinner party. It's the acme of sophisticated entertainment. And a formal dinner is, without doubt, the greatest test of a hostess's powers of organisation. I quite like... Jamie, how yeah. we how the idea for this podcast came about because obviously this book had, had been absorbed into your library at home from, from a friend. My we, library, yeah, your library Fancy. was like a shelf. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, you don't have to go at me like that, but yeah. But then we made a joke. So we were at we're at your your place, yeah. sitting on the couch making jokes one night, and then we took this joke a little too far. I feel. Yeah, and everyone else that heard it also thought it was funny at the idea of us. Hosting a party, which says something about our friends, yeah, if you know what I mean. And so we're like, maybe R and Z would find it funny too, right? So ultimately, that that's landed us right here doing yep. this podcast today <laughs> and attempting to put on a dinner party for twenty people. Yeah, we're standing at R and Z right now. We got our headphones on, and we're in it. We're in it now. Jamie, do you recall when we found out that we got funny? <laughs> do you remember that phone, that that Zoom call that we had? Oh, I yes, yes. I think yeah, we were shocked. Now's now's the perfect time, I think, to share. We got funded. We did. We got funded. Someone's Someone gonna give us money to do this podcast. Who's gonna host it? Dude, you and me. <laughs> Have you hosted before? Not once before. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. You'd see yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, who's your target audience? Um, so now that we've got the book in our hands, Jamie, we can leaf yeah. through all the pages. I think it's only fair to say that we want to see the mastermind who wrote the book. Oh, we have to because there's so much information in here. There's so much detail. Even the cover. The cover of this book. Like, so good. It's so 70s. The guy is wearing a shirt that matches the wallpaper. Like, this book is a vibe. Absolutely. But more than that, I think if in, at the top of our minds, yeah. we just want to know why she wrote a book <laughs> on this topic. Was New Zealand having trouble yeah. hosting did they parties need, in did the they 70s? Need guidance in the 70s? Next year will be 50 years. 
ago yes. that this book came out. And so we were like, we have to try and see if we can find Jackie. Yes. So what we did is... It was um, quite a hunt. It was quite a hunt to try and find her. It was a hunt to try and find yeah. Jackie. So we, like most people, we reached out, we just jumped online to try and find where or how we could find the author, Jackie. Yes, we Googled her name and then we found she had actually written a lot of books. Like she in her a lot of material. She was a really yeah. accomplished um, author. But this was the only book that was kind of in this party vibe. Like everything else was very... Uh, what would you say? Oh, it's very, like, serious writing. That, yeah. Like, honest writing, yeah. She wrote a book on ME, which is chronic fatigue. She also wrote a number of articles for The Listener. She had worked overseas. That's right. She'd done a lot of um, research into climate change. Yeah. Mind you, this is back in the 70s when the idea of climate change was, was quite new and, and, like, quite progressive. And, and then there was this party planning book. Exactly. This one book that is quite fluffy. So we weren't even yeah, we weren't even sure if we had the same person. Yeah. So what we did is we reached out to the publishers. But they they had shut down. They were Yeah, so it was like Whitcomb and Tomb yeah. back in the 70s that was bought out by Whitcalls. So we went back there, they connected us with someone at Whitcalls and then they went back in the archive and then they said they actually had no contact for Jackie. For Jackie at all, yeah. So then we went online, we went on Facebook, we reached out to some um, like kind of writing, writing groups. Writing groups. And uh, yeah, we got no response. Just constant dead ends. Yeah. But then I found <laughs> in my if stalking. If anyone needs any, like, needs any stalking advice, you should go to Jamie. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm proud of that. But I found uh, a Facebook page, and on that Facebook page it had her son, Hugo. Months later, Hugo gets in touch with me mm-hmm. and tells me, Jackie is in Christchurch. Jackie's alive. She's in Christchurch. Yeah. And she's very active on email. I emailed Jackie, I got a response the same day and I lost my mind. So now that we're chatting to Jackie, we were like, we need to go to Christchurch. And so we asked her if we could come down and meet her. That's right. And uh, her reply was, sure, I'd love to, if I'm still alive. What was your first thought when you realised, oh my gosh, someone from 2022 has picked up this book that even I've forgotten about and and wants to wants to attempt this. Well, actually, I wondered when you first contacted me if it was a money-grubbing scheme, if you were out for my oh, money. Oh, if I was scamming and you. And then I thought of how much money I've got <laughs> and you wouldn't be going very far on <laughs> Oh, you thought I was scamming you. <laughs> and then I thought, well, no, but people don't get copies of that ancient book to prove they're honest. They're trying to prove something else. So I uh, replied to you. I'm very happy you took a chance and replied to me. <laughs> and I can confidently say that Jamie and I are not scammers. <laughs> We're just two random people who found your book. Thank you. Can you tell us a bit about Paris from a Kitchen Window? Oh, you wrote I love Paris. I love the French. But I'd gone to Paris as secretary for an English novel writer who wanted to go to Paris to escape English 
income tax, which <laughs> I was also endeavouring to escape. <laughs> Going down, as I did almost every day, to have a cup of coffee on the Champs-Élysées, and listening to the French talking and what they talked about, I thought was far superior to what the English talked about, which was rugby and beer. (laughs) But there were the French talking about politics Mm. and music and the opera. There was a wonderful opera house in Paris, and I used up my week's pay almost every Saturday going to the opera, which was heaven. What I'm really looking forward to um, with this book is trying to get a sense of why they have parties and why we have parties. I uh, see now I thought everyone was at the disco. Okay. <laughs> in the seventies I thought everyone was at the disco the and on drugs. Maybe there's an age thing, you know, like how we like at the clubs it's all people in their twenties, but maybe the parties like later. Oh, so like, it's for more for, sophisticated. Yeah, maybe individuals. maybe it was an age thing. Like once you got to a certain point in your life and you have a home and you have children or whatever, they have parties at home. I guess we have dinner parties because we there's a need and a desire to socialise and connect with other people. Mm. And I think that's true of whether or not you're a more sophisticated individual of the 70s or just Jamie hanging out with her mates having dinner on her coffee table. So what do you think is different between the 70s and now in terms of like social norms? Right, like social norms of the 70s, right? So like smoking indoors, totally normal. Drink driving was one, you know, like... <laughs> Hundred percent was one. Yeah, they used to drink because um, were taxis back... were taxis even invented in the seventies? I don't know, but I remember I didn't grow up in the seventies. But I remember when I was growing up, that there, there was cars that didn't even have seatbelts in our town. Like everyone Just to establish, I was not born in the seventies. I was not born. In, like, I don't know. It might have been different. I grew up in a small town down south called Matoda. Everyone drove, like, uh, the big Fords, the Hondas, the Valiants. Um, so even when I was growing up, all those big, giant cars, they didn't even have seatbelts. Mean. <laughs> no. <they're not. laughs> like, there's, there's a no, little I bit mean, of horror on my face because I'm imagining these, these sound like large vehicles, right? And then I'm imagining, like, really inebriated individuals behind these large... That's where I'm trying to get yeah. to. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking the longest way to get to there. <laughs> That's okay. We can we can do it. We can, I'm on the journey with you. <laughs> Take me on a journey, Jamie. I want to ride in your big fucking pickup. <laughs> so dinner parties. People, dinner parties. Are people what drunk. People drunk and drove home in big, big cars. Is what I'm trying to say. That didn't have seatbelts. Um, yeah, I think we're not, I don't know if we're still doing this, but I don't, I think like swingers parties were a big (laughs) thing in the 70s. I don't know. I think they were. I think like people really were into that, but I don't think we're doing that anymore, but it's not really a dinner party. It's not this party. Um, (laughs) but I agree with you. Like that feels like it's a a thing. Like they used to have the bowl where everyone threw their keys in. Yeah. Yeah. Season two. (laughs) (laughs) 
the prospective hostess. She must take a realistic view at her house, herself, her husband. She must remember the limitations set by family finances. She must decide on her objectives and how best to reach them. What sort of party? How many people? What will they eat? Where will they sit? How are they going to be amused? Something that came across in the book when I was reading it was um, the roles that people played in parties. There's very, like, very much talks about the husband and the wife roles. Right? Yeah. It's very assumed that a lady is going to host the dinner party and she's going to do totally. everything to, that leads up until, until success. Yes, yes. And I'm very aware that we don't have either husband or wife. <laughs> so failure already. <laughs> Sorry. So um, maybe we invite some people. <laughs> so maybe I get married in time for this fucking dinner. <laughs> I'd say that's a little bit too much investment, and I don't know if I'm prepared to do that. I mean... So gender roles is what we were talking about, um, and and the very assumed roles that women play in hosting a dinner party, and the almost nothing that men do <laughs> to host a dinner party. They just turn up. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's there's a little bit of hangover. Like, I think it's assumed that if you're female, you kind of inherently know your way around a kitchen. You mm. kind of inherently know how to do these things. It's like... Maybe I don't, <laughs> yeah. or maybe I never cared to. Are your did your parents were you, was your mum the cook? Oh, she was great. <laughs> <laughs> she was great in the kitchen. She's great. Yeah. She is great in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. my nan is definitely the cook. She was the cook, and my granddad was like the barbecue king. But all this was done in the shed. He used to cook uh, mountain oysters. What's that? <laughs> Lamb's balls. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good, a pretty, pretty name for it was Mountain Oysters. Mountain Oysters. So in our topic for, um, we're looking at going down the rabbit hole and looking at all the twists and turns that could happen with a 70s party. Yes. And um, what was great is we got to chat to Jackie. Help, advice, tips, what to expect. Yes. And help all, us. Help us and all the disasters that we could anticipate and forecast that would probably happen. Yeah. We asked her what the vibe was and, and how she can help us. So, yeah, let's listen to what she had to say. The only thing you do is sort of indicate to the helpers that we finished this, uh, this um, course. Uh, course. And they'll rush and take the plates, and so we go. So, and then, how to stop the meal? You asked that question. In the book, there's no way to, it doesn't tell us how to end the night. Well, I think you. it depends entirely on what, how things are going. <laughs> yes. You might not want to end the night ever. Yeah. So, Jamie, seeing as we're going to do, we are doing this. I think it's we should definitely have a think about what could possibly 
go wrong? Oh, and yeah. I need to know what is at the top of your mind or racking your mind right now or what could go wrong. Everything. <laughs> I don't know. I'm... I'm kind of opti- I'm I'm incredibly optimistic. I think this is going to be great. Well, You're rolling your eyes at me. Sorry to be the rain on your parade, <laughs> but I think that everyone is going to leave completely starving. Okay, no. <laughs> they're going to be absolutely drunk, right? Yeah, yeah. they're going to be drunk, starving, and I think one of us is going to be in tears by the end <laughs> of the night. Okay, and I feel like it's probably going to be me. Because you're so calm and collected about this and looking forward to it. Um, so I, that's what I am anticipating. Um, oh my gosh, or worse, Jamie. What? What if nobody came to our party? <laughs> what if we were that kid who was like, come to my birthday party and nobody came? Because we need to film the party. I was going to say, it's fine. It's a podcast. No one will see. We can keep going. Oh, Yes. <laughs> We could just pretend to be our <laughs> That's own even guests. Sadder. That's worse, Jamie. That, oh, okay, so now I have a that's, new. That's that's true. That's more important than the food. It's way more important than the food. You're like because you're you're there to host a party. What if you have no guest okay, to host? That's okay. Now that's my fear, because also I'm not from Auckland. That's like, right. I'm not even at home. Like I'm visiting, and so I don't know a lot of people. So, Jamie, yeah. why are we even doing this? Um, for the money and the fame. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I just think it would be a good chance to, like, go back in time, a little time capsule into New Zealand and recreate that, you know? Go back to the 70s. Get the vibe. You're rolling your I'm eyes rolling at me. I'm rolling my eyes It's going to be cute. <laughs> it's going to be cute. Sure. It's going to be a lot of work. Oh, why are you doing this? Okay, because my friend scared me. <laughs> Into doing a podcast and a dinner party. That's why. It's going to be fun. It's going to be <laughs> it fun. It will be fun. Do you know what? Do you know what? We're lucky. We're going to be fine. We're lucky. Jackie has prepared us with people we need to invite. So we know exactly the type of people we need to invite. She's very detailed in this book. Great. So we will get into that because just to give a little, like, just a little sneaky, we have to have a poet. She mentions a poet, a banker. We already know someone's husband's is going to be there. So I think we're good. We're in good hands. Jackie has thought of it. She's thought it through. She's thought it through She's in case this ever happens. Golden. Okay, so that's the insurance. That's yeah. the insurance. Yeah. Great. We'll find these people. We're all good. So, Jamie. Yeah. Do you still want to do this? Are we going to do this? Are you keen? I'm going to be keen for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's enough for me to great, do it. Okay. Great, So over the next 10 episodes, we are going to take each chapter of the book and we're going to go into depth um, and look, get tips on what we need to do to host a 70s dinner party. Absolutely. And we're also going to bring in some guests that's to help right, us. Some friends along the way to help us out because we need all the help we could possibly we need get. all the help. The Art of Entertaining is produced and presented by Jamie Poipoi and Maria Tanner. The executive producers are Tim Watkin, Justin Gugri and Katie Gossard. Blair Stagpole is our producer and audio engineer. Music by T. Hema Bennett and shout out to the absolute goat, author Jacqueline Steinkamp. And also Anna Boyd. Listen to us on Apple, Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. And of course at rnz.co.nz.
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.